Next, the golden days of radio. This is Frank Brzee inviting you to join me for the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past headlining some of the world's most famous personalities. On this program, we are featuring Frank Sinatra, Eddie Fisher, Lucille Ball, Lowell Thomas, Bob Hope, Joan Davis, Art Linkletter, and at least a dozen more excerpts with that many more personalities. Well, this is our anniversary show, the last program of the season, and next week I begin the fifth year of programming the golden days of radio. In the four years that the show's been on the air, I've taped lots of material that I've never had an opportunity to use. Things that just don't seem to fit in anywhere. Well, now is the time, and you're going to hear them on this show. First, here's Frank Sinatra, an excerpt from a hit parade rehearsal in November 1944. If you listen closely, you'll hear Sinatra change a word as he rehearses the song. The three top tunes of the week, as determined by your hit parade survey. And here they are. Number three, Frank Sinatra sings the survey's third place tune, the trolley song. With her high starch collar and her high top shoes And her hair piled high above her head She went to find a jolly hour on the trolley And love found my heart instead With my light brown derby and my bright green tie I was quite the handsomest of men I started the end, so I counted to ten Then I counted to ten again Clang, clang, clang went the trolley Ding, ding, ding went the bell Zing, zing, zing went my heartstrings For the moment I saw her I fell Chuck, chuck, chuck went the motor Bump, bump, bump went the brake Thump, thump, thump went my heartstrings When she smiled I could feel the car shake I tipped my hat and took a seat I said I hoped I hadn't stepped upon her feet I asked her name and lost my breath she looked so lovely that it scared me half to death. Buzz, 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 went the buzzer. Clap, 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 went my wheels. Stop, 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 went my heart soon. And she started to leave, I took hold of her sleeve with my hand. And as if it were planned. She stayed on with me and it was grand just to stand with her hand holding mine at the end of the line. In October 1950, a charity bazaar was held at the estate of William Randolph Hearst in Beverly Hills. I think everyone in the entertainment industry was there. 
During the two-and-a-half-hour star-studded show, one of the highlights was an appearance by the world-renowned Sister Elizabeth Kinney, founder of the Sister Kinney Polio Treatment. This was to be her last public appearance in the United States. With my portable tape recorder in hand, I recorded these words for posterity. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed for the kindly welcome you have given to me. I came tonight to say goodbye to you. I'm leaving for my homeland. And I leave with mixed feelings. I leave the country and the people whom I've le- learned to love with a deep and abiding affection. I've left you a gift which I know you appreciate. Your reception tonight proves it. And I also, the, the cause you are supporting tonight is very dear to my heart. And I know that you know as well as I do what it means to a child to get a loving care of a father and mother and a home that they can grow up and kindly friendship and happiness. And that is what you have came here tonight to support. Keep on supporting it. Give, it, give every little child as you possibly can a home, a father and a mother. And I will now say goodbye to you for the time being. I have to catch a plane to, to, tonight at 11.15 to go to my dear homeland. And as I have said before, I say farewell to a land and a people I have learned to love with a deep and abiding affection. Goodbye. Now comes a collector's item that I've never had a chance to use. It's a rare one. The year is 1945, the program is Red Rider, and the voice is mine. Long, long before it changed. See if you recognize yours truly as Little Beaver. Gee, Mr. Ryder, my mother and I want to thank you for coming to Tomahawk Falls. If it wasn't for you, Ace Richard and his gang would have gotten our whole ranch. And I want you to know that if you ever come back here... You're welcome to stay as long as you want. Goodbye, and good luck. I even had a disc jockey show in the 50s, and the Mary Kay Trio recorded the theme. You know, on live radio and on television, getting tongue-tied is one of the worst things that can happen. Bob Hope has proved it time and time again. Hey, there's somebody at the door. I'll call you back. 
Sequence 12A, page 61A, pickup. After I left NBC, the woman's liberation movement really took over. Things really looked black. I was going to kill myself, but... Uh, <laughs> Take 217, pick up. I hate to ruin this laugh coming up, and I do it every time here. No, no, they're going to laugh louder this time, Mother. After I left NBC, the women's liberation movement really took over. Everything really looked black, and I was going to kill myself, but at the Turk... Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Can we come back to this tomorrow? <laughs> I just had too big a day. Take 218, pick up. After I left NBC, uh... The, uh... <laughs> After I left NBC, the women's liberation movement really took over everything. Things looked black. I was going to kill myself at the Turkish bath, but the woman next to me turned off the steam. <laughs> NBC Radio presents five minutes of news every hour on the hour, coast to coast. On this particular day, they went on the air and Herb Kaplow was about 15 seconds late. Here is Herb Kaplow, NBC News. Now, if you'd call me at 2 p.m., what did you want back then? Herb uh, Kaplow! Stanley, hurry up. I figured this was it. That's what I was waiting for. Yeah, but... Okay. Federal Mediation Director Joseph Finnegan announced this afternoon he'll summon Steel Union and management officials to a series of mediation conferences starting next week, probably Tuesday. And newscasters sometimes have trouble with pronunciation. Christian Herter of the United States, Andre Gromyko of the Soviet Union, Selwyn Lloyd of Britain, and Maurice Kabid, Kabu. De Mourville of France. And even an old pro like Ben Grower can get his tongues tied sometimes. Thanks to Thomas Patton, president of Republic Steel Corporation, who's spokesman for the 12 steel, uh, steel companies now negotiating, the members of the panel for stimulating an enlightening half hour. And Chet Huntley had a problem recording this news event. Well, one of the new products on display recently at the Atom Fair in Cleveland. Uh, let's start all over again. Sportscaster Bill Stern muddled through this news item. Imagine. The hatch of a great rocket ship, rocket ship, swings open. A man steps out. At a news conference, entertainer Eddie Fisher made this classic goof as he spoke about his wife, Elizabeth Taylor. The only romance is between Elizabeth... The only romance between Elizabeth and Richard Burton is Mark Anthony and Cleopatra. And I must say it's... A pretty darn good one. Eddie, maybe cry with a little bit of stroke. I mean, don't you as a husband worry that maybe there's a little bit of truth to these stories about romance? I definitely do not know. You have so much faith in her that I have so much uh, faith in her. Yes. You don't doubt for a moment that there might be not anything there at all. Lucille Ball had her own radio show in the late 40s entitled My Favorite Husband. The show was live, and a whole country heard this classic mistake. Uh, pardon me, Mister. Eh? What? I said, pardon me. What'd you do? <laughs> Is this the road to Goose Grease Lake? 
Oh, you don't want to go to Gooseberry Slate. <laughs> Why do I run into people like this? Look, we do want to go to Goose Grease Lake. Nothing there. <laughs> Look, why don't you go to the hot springs? Now, there's a place for you. If you don't mind, we'd like to know the way to Goose Grease Lake. What you gonna do there? <laughs> We're gonna goose a grease. <laughs> <laughs> no geese up there. The Alka-Seltzer newspaper of the air was on the air for over a decade. Listen closely. I think you'll agree that on this edition, they carried the sponsor's message too far. Back to the news. One of America's best-known political and diplomatic figures, John Wynant, died tonight by his own hand at his home in Concord, New Hampshire. Dr. Clarence Butterfield said that the 58-year-old former governor of New Hampshire and the former ambassador to Britain committed suicide by shooting himself in the head with a large 60-cent-sized package of Alka-Seltzer. Police Sergeant Davis, who was called to the Wynant home, reported, there is no doubt that the bullet wound was self-inflicted. And it's obvious that something struck Terry O'Sullivan funny as he was giving this system cue for the Mutual Don Lee Broadcasting System. The, the mutual Donnelly <laughs> <laughs> Joan Davis was not immune to vocal foul-ups either, as we hear this excerpt from her radio show in the 40s. Well, I, I remember once I... Uh-oh, here comes Hackaday. I better put these jars of beauty clay back on the shelf. Lady Jane's Dream Cream. What a name. Yeah, and what a beautiful woman Lady Jane is. Yeah. She's my idea of a real dream girl. May she... I help you up the ladder, Joan? No, thanks. I'll run it up myself or run up it. It's <laughs> <laughs> possible. Uh, you know, this keeps me in shape for athletics. Newscaster Lowell Thomas has his funny side, too, and once in a while something will strike him funny, and he really goes bananas. The president driving into Hershey, Pennsylvania to celebrate his 63rd birthday. 30,000 or more people were cheering him, all the folks who make Hershey chocolate with and without nuts. Fred Waring uh, was on hand to conduct a chorus of 1,800. Ben Hogan to give an explanation on how he drives a golf ball. And that was a special interesting president. A demonstration like that famous Ben Ogabara golf. <laughs> well, Lowell, I won't put her around with that one. <laughs> one day on the Paul Harvey News program, the announcer broke up while reading a National Safety uh, Council spot. Here's Paul Harvey. Colonel trying to cheer itself up reports on the lady who was shopping for a frilly nightgown as a birthday present for her pet poodle. They didn't have any, but the store clerk said, if you'll measure the dog, we'll have one made. And the lady said, oh, I couldn't do that. I want it to be a surprise. Page two. <laughs> one, of the, one of the most spectacular kinds of automobile accidents is the one in which a car not only gets banged up, but bursts into flames. One makes it really horrible 
is the idea that a driver and his passengers stunned by the accident may be trapped inside the burning car. The National Safety Council says that, fortunately for most of us, this type of spectacular smash-up is very rare. Only one driver... <laughs> Good night, Mother. <laughs> uh, the thing that stuns people inside a car... <laughs> well, someday it just doesn't make you <laughs> Time now, once again, for Paul Harvey News. <laughs> and what more can I say than Paul Harvey? Good day. What more? <laughs> the ABC headline edition has had their share of problems, too. If it isn't the announcer, it's the network that fouls up. In Washington, General Bradley's speech today was one of several interesting news developments dealing with our military defenses. Here's a summary by Gunner Back. We seem to be unable to contact Washington at this time. Let's try once again. Our cue to Washington is here is a summary by Gunner Back. Sorry, we seem to be unable for some inexplicable reason to contact correspondent Gunner Back in Washington. Now then, to the nation's sports fans, the biggest news in quite a while is building tonight in Chicago, where world heavyweight champion Rocky Marciano is about to meet that challenge from ex-champ Jersey Joe Walcott. We sent correspondent Tom Casey to the weighing-in ceremonies today, and he recorded this report at that dramatic scene. Well, Mother told me there would be days like this. Shall we try once again for Chicago? Suppose we come back to you in, uh, in uh, just a moment or two. On this cue, I'll be back in a minute with more news. Headline Edition is one of over 60 top ABC news shows brought to you each week by a distinguished staff of reporters, analysts, and commentators. ABC specializes in swift, accurate, and complete reporting of the latest happenings here and abroad. That kind of news coverage doesn't just happen. A trained newsman fills in the coloring that... <laughs> A trained newsman fills in the coloring that brings the event to life, but it takes an experienced correspondent to know how that event fits the overall news pattern. The late beloved Adlie Stevenson had his share of tongue twisters. Here's what happened one evening when he substituted one word for another. Protest demonstrations have taken place by workers whose trade union rights have been betrayed, by Catholics whose freedom of expression has been circumcised, circumscribed, by professional men... <laughs> I believe it at least is a Christian right. Actually, I don't think newsmen get sufficient credit for the nightly hazards they endure. If it's not rioting, war, or disaster, it's the sponsor's cocktail party just before airtime. Newscaster Cecil Brown proves my point. Countries like Norway, which, for example, who think that sooner or, sooner or later, the Beijing regime, which controls the continually all of the China, should... Re represent the, the uh, country in the, Q, in the QN, <clears throat> that China should be represented by Mao and his constituents in the Oan, but how that control is to be obtained. They do not like to have to shove down their throats that the, that the throat 
that the part of the price for the Russians agreeing to discuss communist but, uh, aggression against Agria. <laughs> You know, the American Forces Network has had its share of problems, too. Take, for example, this excerpt from the Far East Network. Well, that's the weather situation here at Misawa. So let's swing the weather vane south to Far East Network, Tokyo. This is Air Force Sergeant Steve Vincent at uh, Tokyo Studios of the Far East Network. The minute the U.S. Air Force Weather Central are at it again. As they often do, they came up with lots of talk about highs and lows to explain our weather. It seems a rather weak high ex- pressure area extension over northern Japan, extending uh, jo- Tokyo and its surrounding environments to melted temperatures and Arctic mar- caldicoids today. The, cal- the cloudy is tagged as the high freezing type kept the sun from being down on us too severely. Like the weather, there's not much you can do about the common cold except take care of yourself. Now, if you are troubled by a stuffed-up naval past nasal passage, get as much rest as possible and maintain a well-ordered diet. This is the advice of your doctor. (laughs) Far East Network, Tokyo. 11.30. And here's one from the other side of the world. One evening, I recorded this excerpt from my AFN Frankfurt line. This summary of world developments was compiled and edited in the AFN newsroom from the wires of the Associated Press and United Press International. This is Army Specialist George Fenwick of AFN News reporting. Next AFN News in uh, next AFN News in 55 minutes at the 20th hour. Well, don't feel bad, George. Even an old pro like Frank Blair of NBC News has his troubles. Scientists say a successful orbit of the moon is unlikely in this pioneering attempt. This is Frank. <coughs> pardon me, Frank Blair, NBC News. <coughs> And even the dean of all newscasters, Walter Cronkite, sometimes has trouble with pronunciation. But with his own name? And so for Pepto-Bismol and Sunday News Special, this is Walter Cronkite saying good Good night. (laughs) And how would you like to be Art Linkletter on a day like this? The show was coast-to-coast on both CBS Radio and CBS Television. Ben, you're a country boy, they tell me. I understand that just a couple of minutes ago before you came on stage, they offered you some of our pasteurized milk here, and you didn't like that city milk. No. You wouldn't drink it. Why not? Because I'm used to our own cow's milk. Oh, you will drink it right from the cow or not at all? Yes. You don't want any middlemen in there. (laughs) Do you do any of the cow milking yourself? Yes, my mother was teaching me a long time ago. Well, what's the main thing to remember in learning how to milk a cow? Well, not to pull the tits down too far. wraps up this anniversary edition of the Golden Days of Radio. This is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California, inviting you to join me next week for more shows and personalities from Radio's Golden Days on this, the American Forces Radio and Television Service. 